Whoa, honey, pause. Go back and show me Rock Talk's middle tooth. Welcome to The Spinal Frontier, a podcast where we speculate as to why Star Trek aliens are the way they are. I'm Kelly, she, her. And I'm Aaron, they, them. Well, Happy New Year. We're back from our holiday break, Mm -hmm. mid-season break. And we're ready to talk about teeth, right? Yes. After our tooth discussion, you should stick around at the end because we have a few announcements. Yeah, that's right. our pod. Mm -hmm. But first, let's talk about teeth. We've talked a lot about a lot of body parts on this show so far, but we haven't really done teeth yet. And when I think about teeth, like the first thing that comes to mind are Ferengi and Klingons. That they come up regularly in our mm. home. <laughs> well, and also like I feel like of all the aliens, they're the ones that talk about their teeth the most, or at least the Ferengi do. They point them out. <laughs> <laughs> and I've I've gleaned this from conversations with you in the past, but like as with most things physiology, you can look at the tooth shape and maybe make some guesses as to what those teeth are for. That makes me wonder what Ferengi's original tooth shape is Mm -hmm. because they sharpen their teeth. Yeah, they do talk about that. And they don't do it that well sometimes because we see, especially in Deep Space Mm -hmm. Nine, like different Ferengi have different tooth shapes. Like Mm -hmm. some of them are bigger than others and stick out in weird directions because they just file them poorly, I guess. (laughs) Or like asymmetrically. Yeah. Well, we know, so... We know that they eat bugs. Worms. Yeah, worms and tubers and tube grubs is what they call them. Tube grubs, yes, round ground things. Yeah, so I was under the impression that like long, thin, sharp teeth are pretty good for that, but maybe I'm wrong. They're long, thin, sharp teeth are for shredding. Oh, okay. Shredding or grabbing. Mm -hmm. So like, it, it also depends on the shape of the tooth. If it's like a straight spiky thing, it's more of a shred. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's more of a curve to it, like uh, eel teeth have this just sick curve, back curve to them, mm-hmm. and it keeps things from coming back out of their mouth. Oh, okay. So it kind of depends huh. on uh, where the teeth are and how the teeth are curved as well as like the pointiness of mm-hmm. the tooth. So Ferengi, I think Ferengi teeth aren't evolved to be pointy like no no so it's definitely a social thing Mm -hmm. but i don't know what the importance of the social thing other than maybe just looking intimidating maybe like uh, there comes a point where i think people just do cosmetic things to do them because they like the look that's what they've been socially conditioned to think looks good just like in vogue yeah all the ferengi everywhere i mean we do that too right Mm -hmm. like humans have been known to uh, file teeth down in different cultures mm-hmm. and the thing that makes me uncomfortable is the tooth implants that are jewelry on, like not grills not yeah. like, but g- drilling a hole in the tooth and inserting a gem oh yeah that makes it crazy no that can't be good for the tooth no yeah. like you're gonna get a cavity under there and that tooth's gonna rot out of your head like i is it possible that ferengi teeth are actually naturally long and pointy but they continuously grow so they have to sharpen them like file them down like a hamster or rodents Uh, yeah but usually hamster teeth or or like rodent teeth are the Mm -hmm. first four teeth like in the very front because that continual growth is for grinding teeth and okay. like they naturally wear down mm-hmm. by grinding oh. and they're like that's what rodents are using it for because they're burrowing and stuff mm-hmm. and gnawing on things and so Ferengi would have to be gnawing on stuff all the time doesn't Quark talk about using a chew stick instead of filing his teeth because he wants his mom's favorite yeah <laughs> 
Maybe. He, did, he didn't get a tooth sharpener like his brother. Oh my, God. my point is, like, all of their teeth would have to be growing constantly. Mm, okay. For that to make sense to me. Like, it's not, mm. it's not a thing, but... That sounds difficult to manage, though. Oh, yeah. They'd be, yeah. Sure, like, they'd be filing their teeth all the time mm. just to keep all whatever 32 little <laughs> needles uh, maintained. When I think about filing or sharpening teeth, I also think about the Klingons. I mean, Worf had never seen a tooth sharpener, so I don't know what, the, what they're <laughs> using. But. Well, he bought one from Quark's estate sale when Quark thought he was dying. But then they mentioned later in Lower Decks that Klingons do sharpen their teeth, right? Yes, yeah. that's kind of a... In, in passing mention mm -hmm. but Klingon teeth are really interesting we, we're, we see a lot of kind of variety in dentition because mm -hmm. um, a cusp cuspid when we're talking about cusp in teeth like we're talking about the points okay like a like bicuspids and tricuspids we're talking about different shapes of mm -hmm. like molars Klingon teeth are interesting because they have different like pointinesses and ridges to them that mm -hmm. you wouldn't normally see. Yeah, they're kind of jagged. Humanoids, yeah. And they're, remind me, they're all sharp or all ridgy, right? There aren't any mm -hmm. like front flat ones like humans do. So it, it depends heavily, I think, on who the makeup artist is and what era of Star Trek this is. Oh, frankly, Klingons mm -hmm. are some of the most vain trendy mm -hmm. tribalistic <laughs> like they they go through all kinds of crazy body modifications there is a period of time where like face paint was really in vogue and invoke invoke <laughs> um or where they shaved all where they all shaved their heads for a while or and where do they shop pay lush <laughs> that's for their big spiky boots yes <laughs> So like maybe maybe their their dentistry and their tooth care and what they think looks good on their teeth changes from time to time. I, I don't know, but it's got to. Yeah. They're so so like, I mean, clearly in in the original series, Klingon makeup makes them look like regular humans, and they appropriately have teeth that are human teeth. Human teeth. Um, and then in in the motion picture and. The next generation was when we see the the redesign of the Klingons. The actors are wearing kind of a um, what do you call it? Like a false flippers. Flippers, is that what they're called? It's like the opposite. It's like flippers is what like mm -hmm. show children use to fill in their missing teeth, so they have oh. these perfect little creepy straight teeth. Interesting. Okay. Um, it's like a Klingon flipper that's like they wear these retainers <laughs> that yeah. have um, caps on them that make their teeth look pointy and brown and plucky. They look like they smell pretty bad. I mean, in cinema, mm -hmm. like teeth are very much one of those signifiers for goodness or value. Okay. Or, yeah. you know, and so like if you see somebody roll up on the screen with gnarly teeth, mm. you're meant to be disgusted at best or terrified at worst. There, There isn't an orc mm -hmm. <laughs> on Lord of the Rings that has like good Great teeth, teeth, right? Um, I feel like Azog the Defiler probably had pretty good teeth. I don't. I don't know why he just seems like. Yeah, he seems. He just seems like that kind of guy. I'd have to rewatch the Hobbit movies. I don't want to do that right now. That that's an incredible journey that I don't need to go on. An unexpected journey. Oh no, it's very expected in a home I love. So, anyways, we should get back to Star Trek. Yes, jagged, pointy teeth are kind of a visual signifier. It's meant to be something in Western culture. But also, in biology, there's actually multiple reasons for jagged pointy teeth. Mm -hmm. So, traditionally, like I said, like the pointy teeth are good for shredding and gripping. 
but also the jaggedier they are, there's mm-hmm. other functions. So oh. have you ever heard of a crab eater seal? No, I've never heard of one. Oh, so crab eater seals have the wildest looking teeth I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. They look kind of like a cartoon flame, like what? lots of points and very wibbly, uh-huh. um, but it's a really regular shape, but they use them to filter feed. Oh, that's interesting. And so they take big swallows of what, like water, whatever, and then they squeeze the, push the water out mm-hmm. with their tongue, kind of like whales do with baleen. So they're not eating crabs then? Well, they're eating like krill and stuff out okay. of water. Okay. Um, and they use that to filter. Mm-hmm. And so, but they're very sharp too. Like they can definitely grab meat and whatever, but they can also filter feed. Crab eater seal teeth are some of my favorite oh my <laughs> teeth. They're so cool. <laughs> Nice. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, we've seen what the Klingons eat, so I don't think they're filter feeders. Well, you got to get the mud out of your gach. Maybe, maybe. So maybe that's it. Maybe they just they, like take a handful of mud, put it in there, and then push the mud out and yeah, the that, worms remain. That's, that's the real yeah. authentic huh. way. Interesting. None of this street gach fusion <laughs> business. Uh, Probably has like sauce on it. Gross. <laughs> no. Mud or nothing. Mud, Organic. Mud or nothing. Organic gach. I also noticed that in in looking up Klingons for this episode, that the redesigned Klingons in Discovery, mm-hmm. they also have jagged, pointy teeth, um, both top and bottom rows, which is impressive because they didn't always do that before. You have to talk through that. <laughs> yeah, but they look clean. They look like they they brush them regularly. <laughs> Does it change from season one to season two? Is my or like the from like. Hairless Klingons mm-hmm. to hairy Klingons. Like, it doesn't, no. That's, okay. that's pretty much the same for seasons one and two, and then Discovery takes a, a left turn and we don't see Klingons anymore. Yeah, so maybe Klingons are filter feeders. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. They de- they're good for biting, too. Like mm-hmm. They're definitely an attack. I, We know Klingons bite, bite, bite. Like that's, yes. They love to yeah. do that. So... <laughs> In many contexts, so that so maybe those teeth are good for like tearing. Yeah, yeah. tearing, tearing, shredding. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, there might be a potential extra function as a filter. Wow. Because of how like wibbly mm-hmm. the tooth shape is. I wonder if um, I wonder if Klingons have like jaw problems like later in life. We talked about Klingon skulls and bone density before, mm-hmm. and I think they have pretty darn dense bones yeah so they might not actually have jaw problems but they isn't just, that more of a musculature thing uh it could depend like they, yeah. they might have some jaw trauma okay but klingons um, are allegedly pretty strong they still manage to get their butts kicked every time they board deep space nine but <laughs> that's neither here nor there <laughs> well frequently they only have one eye so you know what depth perception that's that's just more talk <laughs> <laughs> before we move on mm-hmm. to other different pointy tooth topics Mm -hmm. another uh, fun feature of 2023 uh, Spinal Frontier is we're taking ads back down oh yeah because that's annoying so (laughs) you're welcome we might go back to joke ads at this point I I would be interested in doing that but they're hard to write (laughs) (laughs) or they're hard to keep relevant to the episode yeah Yeah. we'll work on it I mean I could easily do a um, this episode brought to you by Cork's brand tooth chew sticks. Sorry your mother didn't love you. Yeah, sorry your mother didn't love you. <laughs> They're the quirkiest. The quirkiest. <laughs> oh no. 
so I feel like teeth but pointy is pretty easy as far as like creature design like yeah okay oh, yeah. yeah we'll give them pointy teeth it makes them look scary but it's do we want to talk about weird teeth sure okay. I, you know I love talking about a weird tooth so when I think of weird teeth I think of the salt vampire from the original series yeah and like its whole mouth is interesting but it's like it looks it reminds me of a lamprey yeah, so yeah. we actually have a couple of aliens that have these, like, pointy but symmetrically pointing inward teeth. Mm-hmm. Is that in the Nausicaans? Oh, yeah. Right? So we have these gnarly inward pointing teeth. And do, wait, do you want to tell us what a lamprey is, though? I'm getting there. Oh, okay, okay. So a lamprey is a uh, fish, I guess technically, that uh, has a similar tooth arrangement of these all of these sharp teeth that are pointed in. On an, it's called an oral disc. It, it doesn't have an actual proper jaw. Hmm. Um, salt vampires and Nausicans do have proper jaws, but the mouth kind of design is similar to a lamprey that does not have a jaw. It has okay. an oral disc, so there's kind of symmetrical arrangement of all of these teeth mm-hmm. that are jagged, like these sharp teeth pointing inward toward kind of the mouth hole, kind of the, the gullet, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Very technical terms here. Um, but what a lamprey does is it uses those teeth to grab on to flesh and uh, it's a parasite. And I feel mm. like we've talked about parasitism already yeah, we have. in a previous episode, but that's kind of what that function is. Those teeth are sharp, but they all kind of point inwards, and so it helps them grab and suck mm-hmm. up, like hold on, because lampreys don't, they don't have like limbs. They don't, they mm-hmm. can't hold on any other way. So since they're all pointing in inward, any force from multiple directions, it there's there's some resistance there, and so it keeps them on, so they can suck the blood of whatever mm-hmm. marine animal they are sucking blood off of. Oh, cool! So that makes a lot of sense for a salt vampire mm-hmm. because it is also a parasite that is sucking salt. I suppose. Like not honestly, a that's a really cool vampire design. Honestly, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So Nausicans have a bit of a similar design, but they've it's... They've got like a, like a normal human mouth under there, though. And the then tusks got the are tube. kind of on the outside. Yeah. So I could... What do you yeah. think those are for? Um, if you're too lazy to hold an apple. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. For intimidating people, will you play Domjot? Basically, yeah. yeah like, that's got to be a secondary sexual characteristic. If they mm-hmm. have teeth inside of their mouth, which is those are meant for processing food. Yeah. Like those are probably going to be more like Tellerite tusks. Yeah. Speaking, we, I mean, we did, we did just do an episode on Tellerites, but did we really talk about the tusks that much aside yeah. from like how they sometimes have them and sometimes don't? I feel like we brought this up, yeah. but it's worth repeating that um, tusks like that are really meant for digging. Okay. So uh, like in warthogs and stuff and boars that Tellerites are, kind of fashioned after boars when i was a young warthog never stand downwind of jenga pog <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it, those are generally for digging mm-hmm. and kind of self-defense that's another way like imagine getting sm- a head butt from a tellerite that can't be that, that wouldn't can't be, be good <laughs> no but I, it could also be a secondary sex characteristic it mm-hmm. could be something that female tellerites find attractive and value. Yeah. I think I think female tellerites have tusks too. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't stop them. Like, okay. Like female deer have um, antlers. Yeah. Okay. But males still have the big impractical ones. Mm-hmm. So I'd, like, there's teeth and then there's tusks, and tusks do have a different value because they're mm-hmm. not 
really for food things like teeth teeth are they're more for show <laughs> oh, okay yeah okay well, potentially sensory also like narwhals because oh, yeah. Nar that narwhal oh. horn it's not a horn it's a tusk it's mm -hmm. a, one of its front teeth grew out of the front of its head wow. over evolutionary time just and like my dentist warned me about it if i didn't get braces <laughs> but but it worked out for him because it's mm -hmm. it didn't curve back <laughs> into their head like a rotor um i think there's some it's very sensitive and so i think for narwhals, I think it can sense salinity and stuff. It's supposed oh, okay. to be uh, sensory as well as like just really cool looking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I got to hold a not a whole narwhal, but a narwhal tusk once. Oh, cool! Yeah, nice. It, it was like taller than me. It was very cool. <laughs> I've only ever seen pictures of narwhals, and I, I don't really get a good sense of how big they are. They're it's kind of like the first time you meet a horse in real life, and you yes. think. Oh, this is like I knew they were big, but no good guy. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> this is this is somehow bigger than I was expecting. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so mm -hmm. that that's what the round mouth with the sharp teeth pointing inward is about. Is like okay. it's generally for grip, nice. in order to be able to consume. There's no molars. There's no chewing. They're mm -hmm. not really taking flesh off. It's really just like absorbing something from the body, and so they need to be able to hang on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And that gives them the best chance from getting pulled off somehow. Do we also? I want to ask about um, Rock Talk's teeth. Rock Talk is don't a character from, from Prodigy. <laughs> we are big Prodigy stands here. I don't know if you yeah. knew this. Yeah, we, we enjoy the show. Um, but yeah, no, so Rock Talk is um, an alien called a Brekar. And she looks like a like a rock monster, basically. Yeah, she's yeah. big and rumbly, and when when the universal translator isn't on. Mm -hmm. And as you noted, she has a middle front tooth, but her tooth shape is very like it's not completely round, but mm -hmm. it's they're rounded, but they're all rounded and completely like they're they all like they're another. all molars, right? Uh, I wouldn't say no? that. They okay. all like kind of look like our front teeth, mm. our front incisors okay but round mm -hmm. but all the way around that's that's kind of what would what would that even be used for i so the fact that she has a middle front tooth and her teeth just kind of like do it every other like like a jack-o-lantern mm -hmm. kind of like up and down like that oh like, they, they mash together they like, mash together. like the teeth of a gear yeah oh, okay. so that kind of makes me think she might filter feed also. <laughs> We've got a lot of filter feeders on the episode today. We've got a shocking number of filter feeders. <laughs> and, and potentially. Because we know, we've seen her eat multiple times, and she eats gruel. Like, yeah. just, just slop. And so I don't think she really needs the tooth the tooth, the crush capability, which is shocking for, like, a rock animal. You'd think that, like, a rock monster would be able to, like, would be cru naturally mm -hmm. would crush stuff. So it's also possible, since she's a person, <laughs> it's possible she could be processing food exterior with her hands, hmm. right? Because she has big rocky hands that okay. she could grind stuff down and then like, oh, right, like put right. in her mouth and not need to really. Mm -hmm. That that's a potential theory. Like that's cool. Yeah, because because like that alternate alternating fitting like teeth in a mm -hmm. gear. That to me reads more like a filter feed than a biting down because like we have symmetrical teeth mm -hmm. like we have a top tooth yeah. and a corresponding bottom tooth. Some of us have symmetrical teeth. I don't. Okay, <laughs> we are evolved to have. Well, there's like a partner. There is a partner on the top and the bottom usually, okay. right? Yes. Um, 
if everything goes well. And so, uh, like, they're meant to be on top of each other mm-hmm. and put pressure on each other, and that's what helps us bite and tear things off and crush things is because they're all there's a there's a buddy. Yeah. Like your jaw is able to use equal and opposing forces, but rock talk doesn't have that technically. So like and also her mouth is relatively small for her face mm-hmm. and for her body. And so yeah, I don't think she's going after big prey. Okay. And I, she doesn't necessarily not necessarily a predator based on her teeth, which is another thing mm-hmm. that makes it interesting that she's like the character herself is basically a pro wrestling heel mm-hmm. like that's her career before she gets into the prodigy crew and so <laughs> so she's just like big but you can tell that she's not actually gonna be scary because she does not have the scary monster teeth i mean i think it is kind of a plot point though that, that she is intimidating she intimidates yeah. people because she's big and without the universal translator she's like rah, 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 rah. But so you have to look for the clues. Okay. Yeah. 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 The uh, the the biologist encountering a Bracar for the first time would be like, "You are not as scary like, as you look." Aw, yeah. look <laughs> at your big blue eyes and your cute little mouth. <laughs> what a cutie. Biologists, we all think our animals are cute. That's true. Yeah. I've, we stared at I've met enough. enough of them. <laughs> yeah. We have many herpetologist friends. <laughs> <laughs> Those are that's. Lizard, lizard doctors. Yes, they all think their scary nightmare animals are cute. <laughs> Some of them are. They are, I guess, yeah. The axolotls I mean, are really cute. Axolotls are super yeah. cute. Shout out to Regina. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so do we want to pivot a little bit and talk about tooth care? Sure. So I think the majority of it is really what, what they talk about on Star Trek is mm. really just the tooth sharpening. Yeah. Yeah, and Quark's chew sticks. And I mean, chew sticks is something that um, humans have used for a long, long time Mm -hmm. just to keep kind of plaque down on your teeth because, as you might know, um, (laughs) when there's bacterial growth in your mouth all the Mm -hmm. time because it's exposed to air and it lands on something that where food gets caught in between your teeth and that's kind of fuel for bacteria. And so you want to keep that down. It's not just a fresh breath thing. Like It's Mm -hmm. really to maintain the health of your teeth. If you have a lot of plaque buildup, you, it's not just on the surface, it's under the gums. Mm-hmm. And so I had some great students last semester who did a really great project on the physiological effects of plaque. And you can have strokes and heart attacks because it can mm-hmm. get into your bloodstream. Oh. It causes adverse health effects for pregnant people. So if you, as a pregnant person, are experiencing severe gingivitis, mm-hmm. it can actually make you go into preterm labor. Oh, wow. Your pregnancy can end early because uh, your body is mm-hmm. handling this really severe infection in your mouth. Yeah, just really system-wide, like body-wide mm-hmm. problems if you don't take care of your mouth. Wow, okay. So yeah. this is why this is why your dentist is always harping on to us about flossing. Like, yes, yeah. yeah. Coming in every six months and getting like the deep cleaning mm-hmm. that you can't do by yourself without serious dental equipment yeah because they can take care of that but if it progresses and causes health problems elsewhere they, they can't you have to yeah. go to a, another doctor um are there any other star trek references to dentistry or there's some talk about i think in enterprise there's a there's a line about like topal goes to sick bay for a cavity and they mention like vulcans normally coat their teeth in a uh, like a compound that prevents their 
their teeth from getting cavities and they just that's part of the regular maintenance mm -hmm. it's I, I imagine that's probably like when you go in for your cleaning and then they give you fluoride yeah yeah there's different ways of getting fluoride into like onto your teeth there's mm -hmm. um some communities put fluoride in the water mm -hmm. and don't listen to the conspiracy theories it actually it's harmless it's just good for your teeth it seriously yeah. improves like really markedly improves mm -hmm. everyone's oral health um the fluoride strengthens your tooth enamel yeah. um but you can also do like a fluoride rinse mm -hmm. or the coat their teeth thing reminded me of um i've actually gone in and they've put like a paste like mouth guard right um they painted it on oh and okay. then it, it like wore off within two days or so oh interesting mm -hmm. we do that that's something mm -hmm. that is done but um it's optional and more expensive mm, i guess yeah. or it can be well it sounds like it's good for like holistic health in general because if it's keeping your teeth good it's keeping exactly everything else it's, good too it's protecting people who are at cardiovascular risk mm -hmm. it's protecting people who are pregnant yeah yep um, that was fun honey yeah that was fun thanks for picking that episode no, no problem. Yeah. So if you like this episode... Oh, yeah. Here are our announcements. Yeah. If you like this episode, please subscribe on your favorite podcast listening app like Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And now, YouTube. Boop, 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 boop. We're adding our back catalog with edited captions for all our... Rheumatizian. Rheumat... What is that? That's Riva. You know, the, the mediator with his chorus? He's dead. Oh, my gosh. That is such a deep pull. I knew something you didn't know. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> okay. So we're adding our back catalog with edited captions for all our Ramatizian fans out there. While you're thinking about it, please rate us and leave us a review so other people can find us. If you didn't like this episode, maybe listen again just to make sure. If you have excellent taste and can't get enough of us, keep an eye on the Trexperts Quiz podcast feed later in January to see just how badly... Aaron wiped the floor with me. <laughs> Thanks for having us, Davey. And see, I did know something because I did a good deep pull of rheumatism. Yeah. If only you asked about that. <laughs> uh, I also want to mention that you can now follow us both on Instagram and Tumblr at Spinal Frontier Pod. If you hit up Instagram, you'll find me. If you hit up Tumblr, you'll find Aaron. And again, don't forget the YouTube. We're really excited to be able to put this in a different format um, and be able to make this accessible more folks uh, yeah. by adding in those captions mm -hmm. it's a big deal it's a, it's a work in progress yeah we're we're slowly adding stuff in mm -hmm. um, and we're always excited to hear from you so reach out tell us what you like okay honey you can press play <laughs>